1: Hey there, Love Food listener, Julie Duffy Dillon here,
2: your host and registered dietitian that is partnering with you on your food peace journey. This is a very special bonus episode that I wanna give to you because I am so grateful for all your support the last four years. Yes, it's been four years that we've been doing this Love Food podcast. And again, I'm so grateful for your support. I also am starting a new project called the After the Letters Project over on Patreon. You can check out the details at patreon.com slash lovefoodpodcast. And if you want to get a taste of actually what these After the Letters Project episodes are all about, well, I am sharing them here with you. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you a few of these episodes. This is the only time I'm going to be sharing them, but I wanted to give you just a special gift because I'm so thankful for your support. Give you some extra mojo for your food peace journey during the holidays, and give you a taste of what it's all about to see if that's actually something you want to do. So again, check out the details at love. Uh, no, check out the details at patreoncom podcasts. All right, I'll see you in there. Hey there, friend. Thank you so much for supporting the Love Food podcast. And last week in the After the Letters project, I explored a listener question. And I'm just gonna repeat the question just so we have it handy as we're going through step two. A listener recently asked me, how do I navigate food peace during the holidays? I'm single and all the pressure to not be, and seeing family that has to always talk about diets, bodies, and how they worry about my health. It sends me back into a constant tailspin. All right, so last After the Letters Project episode, we talked about the bigger picture because really that's the place that needs a change. That's the place that carries the burden, and every time you feel that ping when you're getting this um, vibe or direct comment from a friend or a family member to call out the oppressive system, and then rally, rally with people who are doing the same work. And the next few mini episodes are going to be focusing on what you as an individual can do. And I just want to honor, you know, you aren't the one that needs to be fixed. And I also know that you're the one that's trying to survive. You know, you're trying to survive the trauma and the re-traumatization of living in diet culture while trying to recover. So today I want to mention that I want to help you fill your grounding toolbox i want it to be overflowing and along with a grounding toolbox i also want you to have a way to disconnect or a disconnecting toolbox maybe and i mention that because i see ways to ground ourselves and ways to disconnect to be super helpful And, you know, walking alongside people on their food peace journey, people who come from all different walks of life, people who've come from very privileged places and people who come from marginalized places in many different ways, being marginalized. What I notice what food does in those lives, again, from both perspectives and and everywhere in between, is that food is a way to disconnect, And when we are having to survive trauma over and over again, having a way to disconnect is a survival skill. And food is wonderful as a way to do that. Its way it connects with serotonin and helps us just feel so soothed is instantaneous. And it also allows us to still have Um, our brain not be fried on drugs or drunk or anything like that. Like we're able to soothe ourselves, numb out, but still like have a job and drive a car. (laughs) You know, it's a really smart way to do it. And I also appreciate that you may be in a place where you're not wanting to do that as much, or maybe it's a tool that you don't necessarily feel like you need as much anymore. But the holidays bring the old stressors that oftentimes for many of us are part of the trauma that brought us this connection to food. So in the toolbox for disconnection, we'll go through the grounding toolbox in a second. But in the toolbox for ways to disconnect, I think it's important for us just to like pick out of off the shelf right now, food, like put it in there. It's reliable, it's constant it's something that has helped you survive. And I think if you go into the holidays saying I'm not going to numb out with food. Not only is that like super shameful, because again, that's a tool that has helped you survive for so long. But I, I think it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's okay that you need time to numb So, head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show.
0: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? And as you move along, you may find that you have a higher tolerance
2: to discomfort or um, the, the kind of content or triggers that make um, the trauma just feel more activated in your body. You may start to tolerate that more and more. So you don't need it as much. But let's keep it in the toolbox. And by keeping it in the toolbox, I hope it gives you permission to when you find yourself using it that, hey, it's okay. It's in here for a reason. So I'm wondering what else is in there. What else helps you disconnect? What else helps you numb out? I know I talked to many people that have shared with me what helps them to do that. So I'm going to share it now. And just know it's not an exhaustive list. It's not one that's meant to minimize either surviving trauma. But I want to just share some in case you're in a place where brainstorming is helpful for you and so yeah so one that some of my clients um I find this actually one that I don't relate to as much just because of how I um feel disconnection like I the way I want to disconnect is not through this means but I know for many people and maybe for you the listener this is something that helps you disconnect but um many people tell me that when they read that helps them to check out and um a lot of people I've talked to again, I don't relate to it, relate to it as much, but many people have said that that helps them to disconnect. And so, what they will do is, in their figurative toolbox, as they're packing to go spend time with family over the holidays, they make sure they bring up plenty of books, or their electronic reader, or whatever they can bring. Maybe it's even magazines, and um, making sure that they have plenty. And I would encourage you to do that. Whether it's uh, fiction that is kind of fluffy and I don't know, I think about, I love reading British lit, So if I'm ever going to disconnect through reading, that's what I'm going to be reading. But uh, maybe it's something that is a biography or maybe it's some romantic novel or maybe it's a mystery or a thriller. You know, whatever you need to help you just go in another world for a while. I have other clients that tell me that they love scrolling their Instagram or Facebook to help them disconnect, especially because right now it's super normal to just pull out your phone if you're needing to check out. And I would just say a word with that is to make sure that you have, um, what's the word, curated your Instagram and Facebook feed to be rallying for you to reject diet culture. It's a wonderful thing to be able to do. And if you're looking for more people to follow on places, um, or in rather places on Instagram, check out Meredith Noble's work. She is someone that has created this really amazing download for I think it's about 100 people that are fat fashion models on Instagram. Um, I found that to be a wonderful resource to help change my Instagram feed. And it has helped to rewire my brain on um, what I consider to be beautiful bodies. It's a, it's just freaking amazing that we can do that. So anyway, digress. So maybe Meredith Noble's um, download is something we can put in this toolbox too. And um, any anything by Meredith actually is a really great um, tool. But I, I move on. So besides reading and having something that you can just scroll through on Facebook or Instagram. I want you to curate your Netflix queue or any other kind of streaming service with things that help you just disconnect and uh, give yourself permission to use that whenever you want. The other toolbox I want you to consider is your grounding toolbox. Now, for some people, grounding is something that helps them a few steps before they connect with the need to numb out. And so it prevents them from needing to numb out. And for other people, it's just a completely different kind of connection and need. So I encourage you to to tease apart for you how it fits. But grounding is basically something that when we are feeling activated, we are being triggered by a culture we're being re-traumatized, you know, do, those experiences, they pull us away from ourselves and pull us away from being in our body. And I want you to feel at home in your body as much as possible, because I feel like that is your right as a human being to feel at home there. Um, and by grounding, it's something that we can um, help us to stay connected in our body. One of my favorite things to do to stay grounded is I have a couple rocks um, that I carry around with me at all times. And these rocks are actually um, very special. They have a lot of meaning to me. Um, I'm not going to go too deep into what the meaning is, but they were rocks that I found at very... um, important and tragic times in my life. They were, time, they were um, rocks that I found when I was experiencing a lot of losses and uh, chronic illness. And I just so happened to find some really amazing, beautiful, little hard things that I could keep with me. And there was something about them whenever I would feel them, they would help my anxiety to Calm down. And the reason why that happens, there's something about the sense of touch for me and for many people that helps us get out of our head. And if you don't have a rock, a special rock like I have, actually I have three of them, um, but you can also feel your sweater that you're maybe wearing right now, or you can feel your pants, or you can feel the chair that you're sitting on. Maybe you can take your shoes off and feel the rug beneath your feet. Doing any of these things can help just with a sense of touch to just remind us that we're in our bodies, and our bodies are here with us, and they are going to protect us. Another important thing you can do to stay grounded is really simple. That is to feel your heartbeat. I learned this type of skill from two different people. One is Deborah Benfield. She's a dietitian and mentor of mine in North Carolina. And the other is Evelyn Triboli and Elise Resch. Of course, those are the co-authors of Intuitive Eating. But when we're in a place of having a hard time tolerating emotions or the triggers around us, putting our hand on our heart and connecting with its beats. I know some people find that they can feel their heart beating by putting their fingers on their neck or on their pulse on their wrist but however you can connect with your heartbeat and counting along with it another thing you can do this is the part that i learned from evelyn triboli and elise rush is as you kind of count your heartbeat by feeling it and you're if you're kind of getting in the zone where you're connecting with it and you're feeling yourself feel calmer with it to then put your hands down and try to stay connected with your heartbeat without feeling it. Try to feel it as we're talking right now. As you're listening to this, this, um, I want to say conversation, but it's kind of one sided. But as we're, as you're listening to this, try to, to feel your heart beating. And man, that is such a grounding thing for me. I'm really appreciative of this, the work of those three women. And I hope it helps you. And wow, I went over a lot of minutes. I usually try to keep these to seven to eight minutes and I'm already at 12, but you know what? This is important work. I only went through a few different things to put in the toolbox for your grounding toolbox and your disconnecting toolbox, but I hope you can practice different things that maybe I mentioned, brainstorm things that have helped you in the past. This is really hard work. I know it is and it's so important because you deserve to feel at home in your own skin. You do. You deserve it every day and during this time of year. All right, that's all for now. I'll see you next week. Bye.
3: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.